Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm CB Drogi. This week, The Eleventh Hour by David Wright. He was older than I was. I could tell by the way he knew the words to old songs, by the confident way he walked without distraction, and by... because I just knew... Other than that, he looked like everybody else. Perfect hair, perfect teeth. I knew that there were people older than I was, but that never mattered till now. May I hold your hand? His voice was deeper and thicker than mine. It scared me when he sang. When he spoke, I was just mystified. I hesitated, and he gently took my hand in his. His hand was strong and warm and sent a strange sensation up my arm and into my chest. We walked on. I'm sixteen, I said at last. He stopped and turned his head slightly. His eyes squinted and his mouth was crooked. I recognized it as the look of incredulity. It fascinated me. I cannot believe you have seen sixteen sons. No. I looked down and we walked on. I have not seen sixteen sons. I was born after sunset in the eleventh hour. But I am sixteen. Chronologically. I waited for him to correct me, with unequivocal logic, as my nurse mother would have. He did not. I looked up to see him smiling. How old are you? I countered. He could not be more than a day older than I was. I am a thousand years if a day. It was an idiom. I did not know what it meant, but I recognized the structure. He could not be a thousand years old. I copied his look of incredulity. He smiled again. We continued walking, still hand in hand, but talking less as the climb grew steeper. We were both breathing heavily by the time we reached the park summit, our mouths open, gulping the cool air. I laughed with him and felt his breath upon me. My consciousness was formed in a day. I knew darkness and light. I learned to breathe, pump blood, eat, drink, toilet. I'd mastered the fundamentals of language by the second day, although vocabulary continued to increase with every new day. Motor skills paralleled my cognitive development. I learned to crawl, to walk, run, fly, and eventually shift. On the seventh day, I learned to sleep. When I awoke on the fifteenth day, birds were making teet-teet noises from somewhere under the branches of a tree. The wind fluttered the leaves. A raccoon stepped in front of me on the path, said excuse me, and walked on. Some people choose new lives as animals, trees, and even the wind. These things my nurse mother taught me. I understood and felt no fear. But this man, this old man, confused me. We walked into the meadow and lay down amidst the wildflowers, our hands never parting. What will you do when the shift comes? He spoke casually, 
but something in his voice had changed. I will return to my nurse, mother. But you are free. You can go anywhere. There was intensity in his voice. Where else would I go? The universe. I will see it. My nurse mother will show me. I can show you. I can take you there. Come with me. He squeezed my hand. I felt fear. Why? Where is your nurse mother? He looked up, and I followed his gaze. The moon sisters dominated the night sky. I knew their names. Sharon was the elder and larger moon. Giants lived there, dinosaurs and other animals from antiquity. Roses grew as well. The smaller moon, Selina, was a garden moon, a place of beautiful flowers and delicious fruits. My nurse mother taught me these things. But the man pointed beyond the moons to the great band of stars. I knew all their names. He was pointing to the origin mother, light years away. Our ancestors migrated from there a thousand years ago. My nurse mother taught me this. The earth is my nurse mother, the man said. It was another idiom. I would not believe that he was older than our world, that he had traveled with our ancestors in the great exodus a thousand years ago. The man was still looking up. But I will not return to her. The wonder has gone from that place forever. He looked into my eyes and I saw the world unfolding before me. Come with me and we will discover the universe together. Why? My nurse mother gives me everything I need. Because I love you. I could not speak. I stood up and he stood with me so that our hands did not part. My nurse mother loves me. Does she love you? Does she feel the warmth of your hand like I do? Does she feel your beating heart like you can feel mine? My hand was on his chest. I felt his life force throbbing. I pulled my hand away and staggered back. I was dizzy with fear. His hands were reaching out to me, but his legs did not move. Come with me, he pleaded, the fire gone from his voice, but not the intensity. I'm afraid, I was crying. I would give a thousand lifetimes to feel that fear again. Come with me. No, I must return to my nurse mother. I could feel the shift beginning. Soon, I would feel the familiar flood of knowledge. I would understand and I would feel no fear. I will come back tomorrow, I promise you. He lowered his arms. But then... You really will be sixteen. You will have seen sixteen suns, and you will have the knowledge of a millennia. There will be nothing left for me to show you, nothing left to fear. Tomorrow, I will come back tomorrow. His face was fading. I love you. I spoke into the void, as the shift took me home. This has been The Eleventh Hour, written by David Wright. Manowaker Studios' Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash to find out more. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song 
is by Kevin McLeod. Manowaker Studios Director of Dice is Ben Baston. The podcast is produced, edited, and narrated by me, C.B. Drogi. You can follow me on Twitter at C-B-D-R-O-E-G-E. Thanks for listening.